Are you ready? Welcome everybody to Wrestling with the War! Hey, hey, everybody, it is BC and Jay back once again to wrestle with the war with you. We're talking the Monday Night War between Raw and Nitro. And Jay, how you doing this fine day? And I can't say day because, oddly, we are recording during the day. We we are recording during the day. It's a little snowy here, so it was a bit of a bit of a rough uh, morning commute. But, uh, yeah, not yeah. too bad. Pretty good. Uh, feeling good about... Uh, state of things coming off a good rumble and uh and uh watching some old school so it's been good it's been a good oh, yeah good few days coming off of a great time the other night with uh our good friends from the smacked raw podcast mr uh kyle tyson and our end uh talking about royal rumble nfl wrestling in general yeah. about an hour on uh lib morgan <laughs> <laughs> and leaky tits apparently <laughs> Which I didn't get either, but yeah, man, <laughs> yeah. If Go you check that want, out if you haven't. Yeah, head over to our YouTube channel where where it's actually wrestling with the truth is the YouTube channel. Uh, but head on over there. We did a live stream on uh, that would have been Sunday night, I guess. Um, where we uh we just reviewed the Royal Rumble, gave her thoughts on it, and of course, anytime we have those guys on, it's always a good time because they are two cool guys that um, we have a lot of fun with. No, absolutely. It was a it was a good time. Lots of laughs, lots of shenanigans. So uh, worth the checking out for sure. That's right. So Jay, we are fastly moving along in this war right now. We're fastly moving along in uh, 1995. We are tackling the spectacular month of October, <laughs> and boy, this is going to get spooky. Which here. weirdly was, uh, and I didn't clue into this, but it's the OJ trial too. Yeah. Guess there were so. so many references of OJ's, including a hotline. <laughs> we will talk about that for sure. <laughs> and and uh, just how times have changed quite a bit in regards to that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be tackling this week three episodes each of Raw and, and three episodes of Nitro. Uh, and basically the reason why is because it's the lead up we're now following in your house. We just finished in your house and we did the review last week. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. We're now leading up to two things. One is uh, Halloween Havoc for for WCW, which is a very infamous Halloween Havoc. I will say that. I'm very excited for you to watch that. And uh, we're also heading into In Your House 4 for WWF. And so that... Winter Peg. That's right. Yeah. So Great White North. And uh, it is looking like a pretty stacked card. So these are the lead up shows to it. So we're going to talk about these shows this week. And then next week, we're going to talk about the pay-per-views themselves and, yeah. and possibly finish off October. If not, yeah, we'll, we'll do that the following episode. So are you ready to jump into this and talk Let's some get wrestling? Into it. Let's get into it. Steer, steer the ship and uh, pull my brain cells back to life here. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk <laughs> wrestling first. So we'll talk Nitro and then we'll talk wrestling after that. Right. We'll talk WWE or <laughs> WWF at the time. So... As we know, as we've been saying all along, pretty much, I think we're in agreement. Nitro's been kicking uh, Raw's ass for the most part. In all it's these been episodes. more enjoyable, probably, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we we were okay with the In Your House pay-per-view. It wasn't 
amazing, but it wasn't bad. And then we had the follow-up show, of course, where we had the surprise title change with the tag team titles for WWF. So let's go into Nitro now to start off October. So here's just our, our, a couple of highlights, then we'll talk about the matches. So we, of course, had the recap of um, of the previous week's uh, activities that had gone on on Nitro. So that was um, where the whole Luger-Giant situation, where uh, Luger kind of came out to help Macho Man. We aren't yeah. really sure what his intentions were. And then Giant just went off. And then that got a little bit crazy. But then we had Ric Flair interrupt. And of course, it's always, <laughs> at this point in time, it's always an enjoyable situation where Flair interrupts and uh, gave a pretty good promo. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, I, I like the recap. Like The thing I'm finding, going back, like they're doing like full-scale recaps on Nitro. like And yep. maybe even Raw too. But like they do, like they just run it in its entirety. I'm like, why yep. don't you just clip it? but anyway yeah. so um but yeah flair's been great in this and he's been super like over the top and he gets even better and i think it's it's nine the couple episodes later on nitro where he ran set where he bombards them at the the commentary but uh but yeah no that, it's that's been, what been this great. was that's him. Was that, in, in, yeah was it that one no i thought that yeah. was later no he's he's this is where he jumps onto the, the, the commentary stage yeah oh okay yeah. i thought that was a uh, the uh the ninth one maybe uh, uh stay it's the same thing uh, okay. at that point. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, but yeah, he's just, he's just, I just love Flair's energy at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we go right into Savage versus Luger, uh, which I, my comments on this was super intense match. Love the match, to be honest with you. And of course, Giant interferes to help Luger right. win. But in this case, we're, I know we've said all along the Dungeon of Doom is just destroying everything, but. This one made sense because it continues the whole whose side is Lex Luger and, and on. And the indecisive, yeah, and the question marks, yeah. Yeah, what'd you think yeah. of the match itself? I thought it was okay. I thought it was yeah. pretty good. Savage is like prime Savage right now, too. Yes. Which, which is great, too. Luger, I'm still feeling out. I feel like Luger was still getting his uh, sort of sea legs back in WCW, mm-hmm. but but mm-hmm. I thought it was a decent match. It, you know, it's funny. I wanted to mention, because uh, I looked some stuff up. Remember we were talking about if finally savage was back to wearing the no shirt he had the long tights but he had right. the no shirt and we were you were saying how much you despise that whole era in wwf where it was 92 to 94 basically where he's wearing almost like crazy clown shirt and right. stuff like that right with the tassels and, I, and all that yeah, stuff. yeah i wasn't a fan either so i found out the reason why so apparently at that point he had gone off steroids in order to try to get elizabeth pregnant he was worried about the steroids causing some infertility problems then that so of course he lost some muscle mass gained a little bit of 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 weight that kind of thing so he didn't he was trying to cover up is what savage i'll give him see this is what i give him credit for versus some of the guys today is he was just intense about his image and stuff like that right and the whole reason he had like the tassels and the bright colors was kind of just to distract from the body it was like just everything you're looking at everything else except for now i go back and i look i didn't notice a huge difference in his muscle mass or anything that's the thing like it didn't look like he was pudgy or anything in those shirts so Mm -hmm. but if he is that critical then that's that's kind of telling too right maybe he was just like barely different and then he was freaking him out well you know what it's like with guys that are you see it with the gym all the time guys will think that they're tiny and when really they're jacked like anything You know, so it's that's, just perception. Yeah, it's just perception. Obviously, he was very conscious of that because he hated the fact that he was balding and stuff like that. And he, and he was figured, sm- he was a smaller guy at all yeah. times, like mm-hmm. height wise. Yeah. 
So that yeah. was the reason for that. But of course, WCW not as intense. Well, first of all, he wasn't with Liz at this point. And then of course, oh, he had already he had already split divorced, okay. right? Yeah. And there and there wasn't as intense drug testing, I don't think, either. So he's back to the savage role, which right. we're enjoying, right? It's just yeah, it's just nice to see Savage be savage. I mean, I still miss the the pink trunks with the stars, yeah. but hey, it is what it is. It is what it is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so then next, I mean, I, I literally have written down, are you kidding me? We're blessed to get this, but we had Eddie Guerrero versus Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko. And this is early days of Eddie and Dean. Yeah. Uh, what can you say about this? This was uh, a wrestling clinic. Yeah, it was a great back and forth, like respect match and like great finish and set up another one, which we haven't gotten in the other two episodes, though, did we? We didn't get the second match of the where Chris or uh, Dean Malenko says, I want a rematch kind of thing. We no, didn't get that's, that. So that, that that's comes still up. Come, probably. That yeah, comes up, come. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, it was great back and forth. Again, it still feels odd because they don't even know how to call these matches, right? On yeah. commentary, mm -hmm. right? But no, and that's why great. they brought they brought Tene in too because right. he knew how to call these matches. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just, there's nothing more to say, but it was a fantastic match. Could, could hold up today, right? I mean, that's just the point of it. It was yeah. um was it a roll up finish though? I'm trying to remember because yes, I've, I've been was. mixing the Benoit Eddie match too together. But, yeah. Um. So it was a roll up. Yeah. Which is okay because then you he it, like he's like no no you got one you got a fluke one on me let's go. And that's Building. and that's okay. That's where a roll up works. Yeah, it wasn't, absolutely. It, it wasn't like he kicked out of fourteen finishers and then he did the roll up. It was a surprise roll up yeah. and it just and it, it was two evenly matched guys. I mean. I couldn't believe that that dive from the top by Eddie onto the floor too. Oh, right in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like and he like literally got to the rampway or the the entranceway or whatever. Yeah, no, that was great. Uh, you mentioned Eddie before a couple episodes ago, but he looked in great shape. What do you mean he was puffed up? Like you yeah. just mean like I think it's just phenomenal shape. It's the there. singlet. It's the singlet. It's just the way yeah, it the makes Bret Hart singlet or whatever. It makes yeah. his top. He looks like a little bit heavy or something. I, I, yeah. Now that I look back at it, now I, I I'm in agreement. He wasn't as much as I thought he was. I yeah. think it's just. He had like the dry hair. He had the kind Fair of like just the yeah, he didn't have that mullet Eddie look that we know and compared love, to but, what he had. Yeah, but I, yeah. But like I'm like, damn, he's he's in he's a big dude here. Like it almost looks like he gets smaller during his well, WCW run. He, he, must, cuts, have, he, he cuts must have he must have juiced off, right? Or no, well, he cuts off. up, right? He's leaning out. That's what he's doing, right? right? Yeah. So he, I think he was packing the muscle on now. But then he then, juiced. Then he cycled back on in the E, right? Oh, obviously, yeah, so, yeah, obviously, like, yeah. it's yeah. it that that it's weird to see the progression of these guys because. DDP is clearly bigger too here and, and leans out and kind of gets a little more lean as he goes in WCW. But then I don't think he ever got that big again, DDP. No. But no. anyway, it's just, it's, it's interesting to watch the body types. Yeah. Benoit looks great too. in the, the next oh, episode yeah. or the one after, but I, I, I'm going to, I know I'm jumping ahead a bit, but I just want to talk about it. Cause you have Eddie and, and um, Dean here, and then you're going to get Benoit and Eddie, and Eddie as well. Two episodes um, later, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and when you watch those matches, you can see where today's wrestlers get the things that they're getting today because yeah. these guys are going nonstop. They're going fast. They're doing these amazing moves. But the biggest difference as I'm watching it, and I and I'm saying it to myself as I'm watching it, they sold the moves. Yeah. Like, and that's what the guys that are watching this stuff and doing homage to these guys. Are forgetting. failing to do, yeah. They would do the high intensity move, but then they would sell it, and they would sell it through the match too. I mean, you saw like, especially like a guy like a Benoit who's constantly like shaking his head and and you know and or working his arm or something like that. And Eddie sold stuff, and Dean sold stuff, and that's what they're missing is they 
you got these spectacular moves, but there was a little time in between to make it make you realize, man, that probably does hurt. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that's what we're missing today. Just and the little things. Yeah. 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 But anyways, I don't want to go too far on that. But no. but that's what I. That's We've got what lots made, more of that conversation to come. I'm sure. Oh yeah. For the next episodes, but. Well, and I mean, that's why I say, like, when you saw that style back then, it was mind blowing. Yeah. And I didn't was, watch it back then because I was missing this stuff. So, right. But it wasn't, it wasn't like it was unbelievable because they actually could sell that stuff. No, no absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. And even for smaller guys, they're thicker, right? They're big guys. Yes, like big today's guys, guys are yeah. just smaller. They're not yeah. as thick or, or built, right? So, yeah. Like a Benoit oh. is a classic example of the guys back there, even though they're shorter. They were brick shit houses. You yeah. know what I mean? And fast. fast yeah. As hell. yeah. 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 Anyway. Sure. Where where you could get away with, say, like a Bobby Heenan saying, like, pound for pound. Yeah. Chris Absolutely. Benoit might be the strongest Absolutely. guy because he looks like that. Whereas right? we'll get into it, but then we get PG 13 on Raw. And, uh, yeah. And then yeah. Lawler just says, oh, they're little, but they yeah. could. And then, like, no, they just look like they're tiny. You know what I mean? But I'll, like, I'll, we'll get into that and I'll, I'll yeah. give a compliment to them in that too yeah. because they, they did something that was good. But, uh, that's why I say I love a guy like Pac, right? Right. Because he's he like looks the part. Yeah, he looks the part, but he's still doing the stuff, the yeah. crazy stuff, right? Yeah. And that's where it makes sense. But anyways, it, it, we won't go too far on that. So, of course, we go from a dream match of Eddie versus um, versus uh, Dean to Hulk Hogan um, <laughs> and Jimmy Hart uh, in the ring. Uh, I, I guess it would be, I don't know. It's, we're eulogizing not eulogizing Hulkamania, almost. yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much. But this is the infamous, infamous incident where we had a cross dressing Kevin Sullivan hit the salt in the eyes, and then we right. get the shaving of Hulk Hogan's mustache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, so, sorry, I'm mixing up episodes again. Is he already yeah. in the black in this point? No, no, he's no. still in the red okay, and yellow. So this is what turns is him next... to the black, yeah, right. Okay, because that, yes, right. I remember, I remember the Sullivan beatdown. But I was thinking, no, he wasn't. No, but he wasn't. So he wasn't yeah. eulogizing Hulkamania quite yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. But uh, this is Hogan doing the interview. And then right. for some reason, they just, he goes all the way around the ring shaking hands and they keep the camera on him like they've never done before. <laughs> and then it's Kevin Sullivan with the old powder in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> which, yeah which, it was, I mean, it was a means to an end. I thought yeah. the segment was a bit campy, but it, it got to where they needed to get to, I guess. Uh, did you notice how dangerous it got in the ring during the mustache shaving when Giant was throwing bodies around? Like the ring was bouncing. Sullivan's got the razor. And, almost and then the sis- there were scissors. Yeah. Zodi- yeah. Brutus had scissors. I know. <laughs> I was like, where are they going with this? And then uh, he went over to the side of the ring and then they just disappeared. So I guess he tossed them out. But I think that he was supposed to do some cutting, but he's like, that's what I thought. F this giant is tossing bodies. And right. The ring is I'm, I'm going to slice I'm this not, guy. I'm not cutting this. My best friend open here. Even, even Sullivan, you could see he, after the first time that giant did it, he like started looking back to see if he was doing it or not. And yeah. he would pull the razor away while it was going on. But yeah. Also just, not the best idea to make Zodiac have the scissors and do the cutting of the hair. Like, come on. Like, it's like, really? You want to go down that route? I know. For Brutus? Like, yeah. Oh, uh, if you could just move this out of the whole show, it's such a phenomenal yeah. show, right? Because we get, we go right from that to Flair and Iron, the main event. And right. it's just, um, it's just a one-on-one with Flair and Iron. It's a rematch from, from uh, Halloween. And not as long, if I remember correctly. They didn't give it a ton of time. No. And then we get no. Brian Pillman come in. But Pillman was great. unhinged. He was Pillman's unhinged. been great, great in all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So my my whole synopsis of the show, as I put down, this show was stacked when you think about it. You had Savage, Luger, Hogan, 
uh, Giant, Guerrero, Malenko, Flair, Iron, and Pillman. I yeah, mean, they it. brought out the big guns for this. Yeah. Right? No, I agree. Full, yeah. Wholeheartedly agree. I mean, stacked, and then they announced the cage match as and well. And the pacing's the always win. been, and the pacing's good in these shows too. Like, that's yeah. what's that's what I'm really liking. Obviously, they had to cram a bunch of shit into an hour, so the pacing had to be good, but it, oh, yeah. it's it's been, yeah, it's been good in that sense. So, fantastic show in my eyes. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So, let's see what Raw's answer to it was. <laughs> yeah, refresh my memory because again they all blur together. But this okay. one was this the first Razor Kid match? No, because they obviously had the match back in. Uh, no, no, I don't mean. Sorry, I don't mean the first one. But I mean this. This start. This this episode is with Razor and Kid, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he right. fought the kid. Shane Douglas came in, did that stupid splash off the top rope that and then knocked this is after the pay per view, and then <laughs> Kid wants to have another match. But that's right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. go. I interrupted. Go through the rundown because no, okay. that'll refresh my memory. Yeah. So we had the replay of the tag title switch, and then we got the Razor one to three Kid history leading up right. to the match, and then we have the Razor versus Kid match, which I noted was kind of weird because they had such a quick win for Razor with a clothesline of all things. I think it was only I five minutes. That too. Of the match. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and he then gets, it goes on for twenty five minutes. I know what the Which, hell was at that? the end of it. I thought it was too long. Like yes. I, I thought it dragged out. Like I, yeah. I was with you at first. I was like that was weird. We didn't even get a razor's edge or anything. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then another one. And then another mm. one. I think there was four, maybe four matches. Stuff, yeah, which they didn't officially announce. They didn't officially no. like ring the bell again. It was just like, well, those aren't real matches. The yeah. the ref is counting. But anyway. Yeah, I like the idea in principle. I thought it was a cool idea. It went too long and it was too chaotic and not well explained, I think. Because even yes. Vince and King were like, oh, I think he's going to have another match. But then like they didn't announce it as a second fall or a third fall. or a fall. Anyway. I, Jim Ross would have did a phenomenal job of le- yeah, telling you why. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I, in theory, I liked the idea and I thought it was pretty well done. I just think it went too long and it was a little confusing. That's all. Yeah. Yep, I'm completely with you. Yeah. And even but at I, the end, like afterwards, they're like doing the whole oh, way to go, kid. And then he still yeah. tries to roll them up. For a I know. Like, and then we almost the got hell? another one that then I just know. fizzled out. But if the other ones didn't fizzle out, why did this one fizzle out and was a real like yeah. anyway? But I did like how they kind of came back together. He did the little yeah. head pat thing yeah. to kid. And and then they already referenced the next week after that they're back as a tag team and going after the guns and stuff. So yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I did enjoy that. And um, I just thought there was some things I would have done better that I would have done differently. Maybe. Totally agree. Totally agree. So next we have our first, since we started watching, he's already been on TV, but since triple we H and triple H. Yeah. yeah. I know. I thought that too. I was like, Oh yeah, we're getting to see uh, Hunter a few times in these three episodes. I forgot how much I enjoyed that gimmick for him too. I like, like, yeah. I don't know why in hindsight, looking back in retrospect that people shit on it so much. I was like, yeah. he did it so good. He did. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. so good. And he looked awesome. Like yep. he's like in great shape. You can even see the little triple H nuances in his, yep. like the, the, the present day modern triple H versus then you can just see mm-hmm. how he evolved and stuff. No, I, yep. I, Big big fan. Uh, the first one was a Jabba, right? This one was again. Who knows? It was Barry Horowitz. <laughs> was this the Horowitz one? See, I'm getting them yeah. all mixed up now. But yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Horowitz is great. I, I love that part too. And he even got he gave Barry some offense in this. Yeah, right? they, well, it was about, I was yeah. going to say it's about a yeah. ten minute match almost. Yeah, yeah. 
And you mentioned it earlier, we get the now infamous O.J. Simpson poll. <laughs> right. Which they did mention on the, the October 2nd Nitro, too. They did mention that it was going to be yes. the next day on CNN or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is an actual poll. <laughs> and Vince, where, like, selling it. Where Jerry Lawler's cheering on O.J. It's like, ooh. <laughs> no, not only cheering him on at the end when they announced the results. He's like, oh, yeah, my boy. Yeah, my boy Juice know, or whatever. Juice. Oh, man. Holy God. If yeah, that's if, if that's not a time capsule right there, nothing is right. That, yeah, that is it's just aggressive. Oh man, but they'll pull uh, they'll pull music from a show. <laughs> they leave <laughs> yeah, that exactly. in there, right? <laughs> Speaking of Lawler and connections and stuff like that, that's uh, that's obviously why we now have uh, PG thirteen make their. I don't know if there's I, a that's third what debut. I thought. So it came from Memphis territory. Right? Yeah, Memphis territory is USWA. They even mentioned USWA tag team champions on. They didn't that, have the so. belts though, but I thought that was interesting too. Now, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to get these. It's just quick trivia for you here, Jay. But do you know who these guys turned out to be or who they were? Well, I know they showed up in ECW and yeah. then WCW, but I don't know who they ended up. So, well, first off, later on, and I don't want to spoil things, but they do become part of the Nation of Domination. Yes, I do, I, I, yeah. So I remember yeah. that, and mm-hmm. they were like the hype men, right? Yes, but they, yeah. I don't remember them wrestling at that point. But No, like, they, they were, like, they they were they just sort of like, yeah. yeah. They would they do the fodder. entrance and the rap yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. So J.C. Ice is, I don't know if you know him, but it's superstar Bill Dundee from the Memphis Territory. He's like Jerry Lawler's mortal enemy for years and years and okay. years. Uh, that's his son, Jamie Dundee, is who that okay. is. Wolfie D, I don't know if you'll remember this, but you were an Impact fan, a TNA fan back in the day during the pay-per-view era. Yeah. He became Slash of the... Um, if you remember James Mitchell's uh, group, yeah. uh, there yeah. was a bunch of crazy guys. With Judas Messiah. Or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was Slash. It was like the Church of the New Disciples or something okay. like that. But that's who he became. Shaved head, bulked up, you know, um, <laughs> this whole gimmick. So there's like Slash and Sin and guys like that, right? Okay, so, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. yeah, so that's who he became. So little trivia there. Cool. But uh, they just getting them over. I mean, they're your typical... Territory tag team, smaller, not jacked up like yeah. the other guys, but they they know how to wrestle. I mean, they they did know that. Oh they yeah, to, they know how to entertain yeah. too. Yes, exactly. Sure. And that'll come into play in the next episode too. Yeah. Um. So then we had, let's run it back again. Uh, Jean Pierre Lafitte versus Bret Hart, um, which I was okay with. Yeah, great match. Oh great my match. god! Just the only thing, even if we only mention one thing, that body slam onto the stairs. Yes. Oh. That looked savage. That looked vicious, but great too. <laughs> what I had to note too is Lawler's mullet in this is hilarious. Like, <laughs> yes, I don't even know what I you call that. it. <laughs> like more than a rat tail, but yeah. like less than a mullet almost. But yeah. It's like it's it's cut indented in or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird, <laughs> but it's crazy. it's just crazy. But uh, the, the, like Lawler's is entertaining in this year too, though. Like where he, he said, I didn't do anything. I was he came over to me and I'm provoked, but he like he literally like He's so over the top, though. Yeah, but I know. the match but, got, but goes along with Vince being way over yes. the top, too. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. The match got cut a little short because they had to do the angle with Lawler and uh, Isaac Yankum, where it's the attack on Brett. Right. But uh, overall, again, you can't go wrong with Brett and JP Lafitte here. There, I'm really liking PCO at this time. Match. Yeah, yeah. I so for me, I'll get, get your opinion on it. But to me, I thought it was a it was a bad show to be quite honest. It mm. just, it was kind of like we, yes, we did get triple H. We got razor and Kip. I was going to say Brett was good. And that whole yeah. segment was good, but yeah, no, it's I a would, one match show. I was, I was going to say average. I yeah. think raw, I think nitro beat it. Nitro wins uh, again. Uh, yeah. The vibes 
especially with the the razor stuff like you're still seeing some of those people but again it's the star power factor is just not there right yeah like, that's pretty clear yeah and we didn't get diesel or sean in this episode did, either did we no and there's lots yeah. coming up on that pretty yeah. soon <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah no uh, i would agree maybe it was a bad show yeah it was it was it was just meh yeah no 100 percent. i would go with that yeah it's like they're not even trying against nitro is what Uh, it seems like but how can they they're taped weeks in advance right they're doing like three shows in one right it's brutal yeah how many tapings how many episodes are they doing in one taping at this point do you know i don't know but i'd say at least minimum two two, possibly three three yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. they're almost going like up to the pay-per-views or something that's right all right so let's move on to the next week so october the week of october 9th we've got monday nitro now, when they advertised this show last week, the things they advertised were uh, Flair and Iron the Steel cage match, uh, Sting versus Shark, and Big Bubba versus Hawk. So I wasn't right. exactly jazzed for this <laughs> show. But we started off the same way we did the, follow- the the previous week with Sting doing the interruption on the, uh, right. on the, In the announcer's podium, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And again, I didn't mind this promo by Sting. He was all I thought Sting was up. great. Like, yeah. I actually liked this version of Sting. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I told you. Super, yeah. super Sting, man. Yeah. Um, then we have he, the match. The week after, he's good too, I think, in a promo. He is, yeah. Then we have the match with Sting and Shark, which I, I get so excited when I see Shark make the. <laughs> <laughs> but to to be fair, for a big guy like he is, he could move. He could move pretty good in the ring. He could, like, I was impressed he could. with his work. This just this gimmick was just no. So... The gimmick was horseshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like he's always saddled with that gar- garbage trash but like he yeah. could actually work that's the sad part he could oh it's t- yeah. and Tenta's only young at this point i think he's in his early 30s yeah. at this point we'll so. have to talk about him going forward but he fizz- he was gone pretty quick right after this yeah, well remember he ends up going back to wwf in the uh the oddities right all for the oddities yeah. right? i totally <laughs> forgot about that right okay yep right. so um so quick match uh nothing to complain about is it, it got it, it yeah. you know put sting over desired it, intent I just said that Dungeon of Doom just brings everything down. That's the only thing I will like, say about that yeah. match is like, come on, a fucking crossbody. Like, that's where we're going with this. Like, it's 1995, yeah. people. Like, yeah. But it Sting's, is iron, it is. Stings ironclad. Tenta was selling though, right? it, like those corner splashes and where you hit yeah. the post and stuff. Like, it, it wasn't on Tenta. I just didn't fight, especially when you do a slow-mo replay of him catching you and then taking a pin. Yeah. That's not, you know what I mean? It just like skipped the replay on that one because it didn't look yes. all that great on replay. I agree. Yeah. We follow that up with our boy Sabu, but who we yeah. thought might who have been I thought was gone, gone already. <laughs> <laughs> but he's fighting Mr. JL. Do you know who Mr. JL is? I was trying to look it up. I couldn't find it. Think of the but... initials JL and think of ECW. Jerry Lynn? Jerry Lynn. Was yeah. it really? Wow. Good it's for Jerry him. Lynn. Yeah. Was he just so... not contracted then or something? He was just for some reason they didn't think he was marketable as Jerry Lynn. So they go, we'll go with this masked Mr. JL thing. Jesus, so that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. I will say Jerry Lynn lasts longer in WCW than Sabu does. So that's a good right. thing. I didn't know either one of them was in there. So could, yeah. yeah. Did you catch, did you catch the little, uh, the nugget during the, uh, during this match of the crowd shot who was in the crowd front row? I don't think I did. Famous. Uh, he's a famous ring announcer for, uh, for both WWE and AEW. Was Justin Roberts in there? Justin Roberts was in the front row. How the, the hell crowd. did you they, catch they focused that? on because they focused on him for a few seconds there. But but how did you know it was actually him? It could have just been a dude. Oh, you could tell. Him. You could tell. Yeah. It was and, and plus it's it's in wrestling lore now that he oh, was on okay. Nitro in I the crowd. Know that. Yeah, yeah, cool. So Justin Roberts in the crowd. Um, also, by far- the way, I did look this up. It's um, Bobby Cruz is now still working for Impact. Oh, there you go. 
Yeah. So the ring, because remember we were talking about ring announcers. I was like, isn't mm-hmm. that the guy? But that's the Ring of Honor guy. He's not the same. Mm-hmm. But Bobby Cruz, who is the WCW Nitro ring announcer at this time, mm-hmm. is still now currently ring announcing for Impact. Okay. Yeah. A good tidbit there. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> everybody learning, just showing up. Learning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so um, we also have um, Sabu. Oh, yeah, sorry, in this match. I just said, I'm just not into Sabu. I, 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 I just, I, this was a forgettable match. I don't even remember yeah. how it ended, to be honest. Sabu with the end? win. Yeah. Who but, who got the win? Sabu. Yeah. yeah, okay, right, okay. right. I just say about Sabu, to me, everything looks like a botch. And I know it's yeah. supposed to be wild and crazy, but it, like, I, I remember watching. And watch it just them. doesn't fit with the, with the presentation. You no. know what I mean? No. And I remember but. even when he was in WWE CW, remember that whole thing? Oh, when after the purpose, You had some yeah. some good guys in there, but then like I find like just the stuff. Yeah, he's supposed to be wild and crazy, but half the time it looks like he's gonna fall off the ropes when he yeah. does something. And it's just it's just not my thing. I don't know. I just um I'm not into people butchering themselves just for you know, getting over. I'll see but, where it goes. But I, yeah, yeah, I didn't even know he was there, so that tells yeah. you. But then oh, you you were talking about Sting uh, and his promo. So we had the Sting With Macho Sting and Luger in Ringer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Savage uh, is just so good in this. Is he's so intense. Like all the little things. He, oh, and he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, and then Sting. But then Sting giving it to Luger was great too. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Called him pussy, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, bitch slapped him. Bitched basically. him out. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Which is good, though. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I do enjoy about nitro versus raw right now is that there's some dissension everywhere so yeah. you're not sure who's good, playing what good storytelling so, for sure and and it leads to a possible rematch at halloween havoc because they have yeah. to go through a couple of dungeon of doom members in order right. to get to it but whatever <laughs> and then we go right into our first chris benoit vignette which yeah, hey which cool. imagine that do a vignette for a guy just introduce him before yeah. you come in and bobby heenan is a big benoit fan apparently because he was all over him <laughs> in this in this vignette so where was he coming from japan i think that's where they said he was yeah from. Yeah, yeah he was a uh, wild pegasus over in japan right uh, okay cool. yeah mm-hmm uh <laughs> then we have disco inferno show up do a little dance now that's stage. his gimmick thing where he just comes on the stage and gets whatever now like every good way to week. get him over though right you know <laughs> and uh and then he comes and then you have big bubba versus hawk and disco uh interferes in this i thought it was a weak it's, ending but yeah it was like a 30 second match too it was yeah like, yeah just yeah. count out I, I don't know it's whatever it's it's this felt like so out of place in the rest of the stuff yeah right? fair enough. yeah Pat, uh and, and now you were saying uh evil hulk well now we've got evil right hulk. he comes out in the black and <laughs> And like the way he, the way me and Gene sold is, I've never seen this before ever. And I'm like, he's wearing black. I don't think you can just say that before he even talks. Like, wow, we've never witnessed this at all. And it's like, he's wearing black. That's not a big deal. He's mustacheless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the universe has changed forever. It was pretty, pretty brutal. And yeah. I, you know, he's. This was he's, their, you, I remember you talking about this before. This was their planned attempt to try and. They were testing the waters, right? testing yeah. the waters about a heel turn for him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they kind of said, mm, I don't think this is going to work at this time. But right. I mean, look at what you're working with at this point, right? Yeah. But uh, my favorite part of this whole this whole situation is uh, the uh, Dungeon of Doom ripping through the back in a monster truck and almost running over security. <laughs> and the guy running alongside the cop car is like, dude, you're going to get killed. I man. know. <laughs> And then it just went nowhere, though. It I'm went like, nowhere, okay, they're so gonna they're gonna smash through the door. Like, yeah. nope, they're just gonna sit there. 
and Brutus on the back, Brutus on the back, and Bischoff's gonna say, "Oh no, don't go back there, don't go back there." But then, like, <laughs> yeah, that was a bit anticlimactic. I thought. Oh God, yeah, it's just it's. I'm we didn't you. even we didn't even see Hogan go back there and do anything, right? No, no, we yeah. didn't see it. Yeah, and he like took forever to decide to go back there. I it's know, like, and then he finally goes back there, and that's it. Okay, where are your balls at, Hulk? Like, where are your yeah, balls? I guess that's the end of the show. Then, well, all right. Oh man, that's brutal. But it's not the end of the show because we do have Flair versus Iron in a steel oh, right. cage. But that was yes. a really quick match. That's why I remember. Like mm-hmm. that was only a short little cage match, wasn't it? It was, yeah, less I, than ten minutes. I even said it felt the weakest of their matches yeah. uh, so far. I did say this feud feels so different than the rest of the show, though. It, it feels, and in a good way, it feels like old right. school WCW versus uh, what's going on. Agreed. Like more NWA style, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this was what I was remembering. So it is after this match and Flair loses that he comes and fired up on the commentary again, right? Um, That's what I was thinking about. No, he does. He comes right in and comes right behind Bischoff and he's all no, fired up. No, again, that was the episode before. It's in ring he's fired up and he's with Sting okay. in ring. Maybe yeah. yeah, maybe I was sleepy watching this one or something. And... <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. But uh... <laughs> I, I thought for be, sure he came he came racing up after the loss and then I might be misremembering too. Yeah. Oh, you know anyway. what? No, okay, yes, after this match I think he did go up onto the That's what I'm saying like yes. after the match he yes, goes up yes. all fired up. Where he breaks his uh, headset. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and Bischoff's all like flustered, he comes yeah. right up behind him and yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I was remembering. I didn't even really remember the was. first one. I was thinking you were talking about the opening of the show, but yes, at no. the end he he goes nuts, breaks the headset. Yeah, Bischoff's talking to the Yeah, and he had a great yeah. promo there too. Oh, of course, it's Flair. Yeah. What what yeah. else can you he say? He looks about good that, right? too. He looks really good and young and vibrant. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know for he sure. probably wasn't young, but he looked good. Uh, uh yeah, he's only about. What, he was probably 40. almost forty at this point. I think he might have been forty-two or something yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then. Overall, I said this is probably the weakest episode of Nitro yeah. that I've watched yet, but I still found it more entertaining than Raw. It was still quite than, yeah. So well, we'll get uh, into Raw, I guess. But. If this is their weakest, I'm okay with it. I mean, they're it's just and again, it's that Dungeon of Doom Hogan stuff that's really yeah. bringing it down. You know? Yeah, agreed. But it had a, again, it had a good flow, and it was like yeah. enjoyable. It's fast. The show yeah. goes by. I, I'm really that's I could. Honestly, if we were only watching Nitro, I could zip through months at a time just yeah. watching it because it's I so I think quick. it's the difference between live and pre-taped, right? I think yeah. that's the that's the difference. You're you're feeling pressure to do things quicker to jam it in there, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Agreed. All right. So on to Raw and their answers to this show. So we start off with Raw with a six-man tag, very action-packed and star-studded six-man tag. You have, uh, I guess, the genesis of Camp Cornette. You have Owen, Yoko, and Bulldog. Versus uh, Taker, HBK, and, and Diesel. Yeah, um, weird combination, but I, I enjoyed this match actually. It, I, I didn't did think too. I was going to, but I did, mm-hmm. and um, it it broke down really quickly, which I thought made it better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then we had, um, the, wait, yeah, Bulldog got the pin on this. He did he? after yeah. Yoko dropped the leg on Diesel. Right. Bulldogs. Very simple booking. It's like yeah. Bulldog's got a title shot coming up. Of course, he's going to get the pin on the champion, yeah. right? But do it in a way that it's he's Diesel's got still protected a little bit. Yeah, I did mention that. I found it interesting that they showed that clip of uh, Sean at the school uh, prior to totally the match, out of character too, which I enjoyed. It was actually yeah. good to see him like that, right? Because he I was agree. such a dick at this time. It I was agree. just unreal. But and, and actually, that made me think as well. Like, here's a sign of the times. So. The bad guys right now are Taker, who's a dead guy that's taken souls. 
You got HBK, who's a male stripper and an asshole. And you got Diesel, who's basically the good, a, you mean the good guys? The, sorry, the good guys. Yeah, yeah, Diesel, who's a who's a bodyguard, and like you know, and then your good a guys bouncer. are are Owen, who's just like a a family man who wants to just prove that his brother's he can move out of his brother's shadow. You got a world champion a sumo wrestler, and you've got a British guy who's again just trying to prove he's the best in the world. Like, what's, yeah, it's a little what, a little weird. What's going on, but? Um, so we end with, uh, after the pin, you have, uh, Yoko and, uh, and Mabel just going to town on Taker. On Taker, yeah. Destroying and then them. Sean getting destroyed on the outside. Yes, yeah. It basically well, then, said, well, no, Dean Douglas showed up, right? All the in-your-house right. heels destroy the faces right. that they're, they're, they're going against. Now, interesting fact here, and we'll find this out, you know, from next episode, this is where they claim that Taker's orbital bone was broken. And this so is this what, is the this is the inception of the face mask thing. The face mask, the fan so of the. Did it happen mask. in that match? No, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, what it happened, and that's and it's funny because Mabel gets a lot of heat for being sloppy as far as the leg drops. The leg drop. That, yeah. It wasn't that. It was caused by Mabel, but what it was was an errant punch. Um, he just he hit him in the eye and broke in his that match. Bone. No, in two days later at a host show. Oh, okay, okay. See, this is the beauty of it being taped. They have right. to recover this which, stuff. which they did obviously explain in the week at the next week. They talk about. Oh, yeah, about, I, I, yeah. I note next week is a very pivotal show because there's a couple of things they have to explain right. in that episode. Yes. But yeah, so something else happened two days later as well yeah. that we're going to talk <laughs> about. But, but yeah. this is why I'm thinking they were taping so far ahead because they like like they don't have time to recoup after this stuff happens right well it's just it was just the way they did things their production the it was money, probably yeah. saving the money obviously yeah. but yeah so we're gonna see the phantom of the opera mask soon but it, i mean it's um obviously taker has to stay out for a couple of months while this is going on which leads right. to that match at, at in your house gets canceled and they change up who uh mabel's opponent's gonna right. be so we'll talk about that in a bit then we get the replay of brett versus isaac yankum at SummerSlam. And Which again, full match. Like they basically yes. did the whole thing. I'm like, this is taking up how much time of your show? Like, it's like ooh, we don't really have anything right now. But no, the funny thing is, I now I think back. I thought because we don't know who Isaac Hankum is at this time. He becomes or, Kane, or who right? he will be. Yeah. But combine this match with what they had in the next episode, where they have the steel cage match. I, I liked them. Both matches were pretty good. I'm like, I, I want to go back and watch that SummerSlam match because I don't think I gave it the fair shot that, that he seems it should have been given. and athletic, too. Here. Yeah, like, he knows what he's doing. And in fantastic shape. Holy yeah. cow. And plus, you're in there with Brett, so Brett's going to turn it into a masterclass yeah. anyway. So. I agree. I was like, I just want to go back and watch that, that match. Just because of the character, but then I don't think I ever preached. I don't think I ever watched a match from him, to be honest. So it just goes to show you give a shitty character something to somebody and yeah. you, it kind of overshadows what you should be watching. It, well, yeah, I guess because sadly it didn't it doesn't last much longer, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Good match, like yeah. and kind of a cheesy I just ending. thought it was such a waste of a show when you're when you're putting a two a three a month old sh- match on your show that's supposed to be I know. a flagship show, right? I mean that's, it was really strange. Just yeah. really and I know they're building up to why they have to do the shark cage for King after the but you match. You can just do a highlight clip and I know, put another match you in could. there. Like they could. Yeah. yeah. Then we get uh Skip versus Rikishi. Skip's great by the way. I mean <laughs> who's Fatu by the way. Yeah point. no I knew I, I knew uh Fatu was who like you could see his evolution too from from there to then he gets a little more this is after Sultan, right? This is uh, before Sultan. Before Sultan. Yes. Oh, interesting. Because Iraq hasn't even come into play yet. Oh, right? shit. Right. Because, yeah, <laughs> right. My timelines are all off. 
So, but yeah, so, yeah that makes sense because Sultan, he's even much more big than like he is in S too. Yeah. And then he's yeah. almost like Rikishi big as Sultan. He would have went from the head shrinkers to this. To this, right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And who was the other guy in the head shrinkers? Samu. Did he? Oh, that was what's his name? Mo, the other guy in the evol, not evolution. He was That's Manu's father. Manu's father, right? Yeah. Who ended up being in Legacy. But he was there. he was the Samoan SWAT team, is what it was before the head shrinkers. So is he gone at this point? Is that why they broke? Samu off is too? gone, I believe, at this point. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't get over. <laughs> Like, listen to the commentary how much the Vince was going on about what an idiot uh skip was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, what an idiot. He keeps headbutting him. What an idiot. <laughs> Candido's just so good to watch though. I, I just I like him, man. Yeah, yeah. It's funny and and talk about time capsule, Sonny's hair. She's just like just, oh, yeah, you know. 1995, right but there. I was for thinking you. about that too, but even one year later, Lex has more of a natural long hair instead of mm-hmm. the mullet. So like that time frame between 95 and 96, so much style must have changed. I can't yes. remember. Well, you but, can see you can see Diesel and Sean both growing the hair out too, right? right? Cuz Sean's still got a bit of the mullet look, but it's it's, you know, it, it's starting to flow there. a little more. It's getting Cuz like yeah. seeing Lex's hair then and then what it's going to become, it's like clearly like very mid nineties was a lot of change. Yeah, it was. Oh, even to like ninety four when you had pure mullets. I mean, look at the smoking right. guns at this point. They still have. Yeah, pure I guess it was still yeah. ninety four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not it was okay match though. I mean, yeah. Skip got a lot more offense than we expected, so that was good. Then we had the backstage stuff, and all I can say was, "What the fuck was up with Bulldog's baseball?" Hats? Oh, I know. And they were, and he was like. <laughs> He was like really like, proud of it too. <laughs> it's like just this like beaver canoe uh, corduroy hat. Like very, very proud of his hat. It was interesting. But, and he was like, he almost looked high or something. He was like flexing and pointing and doing bicep poses. And my, I wonder if Owen put him up to that. It like that been just seems like an Owen rib. Yeah. I thought it was a good backstage promo though. Yeah. Mabel comes in. Mabel looks yeah. Mabel Massive. was great in that Massive. promo too. I he was. Yeah. He actually was. I'm, I, I feel again. I feel bad for how much I crapped on Mabel back then. Yeah, <laughs> it's just well. Again, yeah. he saddled with the shitty gimmick, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, that was pretty much the show. They advertised yeah, the gauge match just, for Brett. They I mean, just went off air. I think. So you had star-studded thing. I mean, look at you had those six guys in that match. You well, had the the, the Brett, main of the had, triple the six man should have ended it. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. That should have ended, especially it. with the heat that they got from yeah. uh, from it, but. Again, I guess the other problem was this wasn't the go home show for the main. They right. should have saved that for the go home show because the yeah. amount of heat that those guys were getting on on the attack. But yeah. that was weird yeah. in in their part. Although Nitro was a weaker show, I thought Nitro was the better show. That agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. It was still comparatively, yeah, it was still better. Mm-hmm. Though I'm starting to enjoy Raw at this point more. It's getting like, there. relative to old Raws. Like it's starting yeah. to like entice me a little more. Yeah. Talking about week shows before we get into our, our final week of this week for Raw Nitro. How about the week job by the referees this weekend on NFL football? Did you see some I, of that I, stuff? I haven't seen it, but I've heard and seen all the memes. Ooh. So I uh Wow. Yeah, wasn't good. I think I think the referees for the for the game for the Chiefs and the um and the Bengals, they might have got the MVP of that game because man, wow. there were some interesting, interesting calls in that. Well, you should uh, you should tell the people about what their options are to avoid some weak calls and uh, and, and better better themselves financially too. Well, I'll tell you, man, if people were betting on the games this weekend, I hope they were using BetStamp because they had the odds against them if they were trying to go by just regular knowledge. Because you need some help if the games are seeming like they're 
little questionable on the calls. You better have somebody that's, that's an expert in betting helping you out. So that's why we're suggesting that you turn to the BetStamp app. And uh, the reason for that is because BetStamp is the best way that you can increase your odds of winning. So BetStamp offers things like line shop. You know, of course, have different odds at each sports book. By using the BetStamp app, though, you can line shop across all sports books to ensure you're finding the best value available for each wager. They also have verified bet tracking. So that means that BetStamp allows you to track verified bets across all major sports books. So this allows you to keep track of your different accounts and builds a more credible record as a better. The other nice thing, and you're going to need help with this too, because we're coming up on the Super Bowl, is that you can follow winning bettors. So you're able to follow other BetStamp users to be instantly notified when they are tracking picks. Following winning users in BetStamp Pick Marketplace is a great way to find new bets. And trust me, you're going to want as much help as possible to make sure you maximize your bets. Finally, if you want to give the BetStamp app a tryout, why don't you go and download it? It's a free app, but make sure when you're signing up that you use our custom code, which is WWTT, so that you can tell people who sent you. And make sure you use BetStamp to help increase your odds. Again, as always, we want to thank BetStamp, who sponsored our our podcast for the last uh, little while now. They've been great partners to work with, and I I really hope people are trying them out because it certainly is a fantastic app and uh, just makes makes, uh, your betting uh, with with sports a little bit more fun. Yeah, it makes watching the games a little more enjoyable, too. Exactly. If if your team's out, then you get a little more uh, to pay attention to. Yeah. All right. Do you want to bet on who had the better episode of wrestling this week of October 16th? Was it Raw or was it Nitro? I mean, I actually like the Raw. So I thought it was a pretty good show. I mean, it was, yeah, let's get into it. I I will say it was pretty even. Let's just say that. Okay, we'll, well, we'll start off with Nitro. We'll, we'll okay? split it. Can you carry What is that in betting? I don't know. You carry it over? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start off with Nitro. So, October 16th, we open with Sting accepting Flair as his... Sting! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> accepting Flair as his tag team partner, or did he? We're going to find did. out. Bum, bum, bum. And then we go into our first match, which is the walking gimmick known as DDP versus Johnny B. <laughs> I'm digging DDP. I know you're shitting on him, but I'm digging it. I, I do it jokingly it. because yeah. you can, when you see what he turned into, you realize yeah. he was just firing everything. He's like, okay, I got to find something. Got to find something. Yeah. And he had it. He had and it. This was interesting. This was a cool kind of like non-match match. I thought it was cool. So interesting thing. Remember I said, like, it's weird how they went from, Johnny B. Bad having that great win over Pillman at Halloween Havoc to he jobs out to Paul Orndorff. Now, now he's getting kind of jobbed out by down, DDP. Yeah. Which I starting to realize Mr. Is his contract up. Yeah. Mr. Merrill's gonna be showing up as a uh, wild man pretty soon in WWE. And I wonder if that's part of the situation here. They maybe the negotiations like, fell apart and maybe then they're the, just like, yeah. They might be negotiating negotiating as we speak, right? Right. So that, it's interesting that they didn't follow up on that Halloween Havoc. But again, not like you could tell from this angle. This is just smart by DDP. Oh, just yeah, absolutely. Blasting them with that that belt, right? Yeah. And it was like, and whether or not it came off on TV, because they showed the replay and it looked okay. But like Mero selling it like he did was awesome. Like he, he did a great job. Dead. Like he mm-hmm. couldn't even roll him over. So, and I like yeah. the, the whole, even like stuff like, Kimberly's kind of like playing that Elizabeth like role she's where concerned. she's conflicted yeah. and concerned and stuff, yeah. but she doesn't seem as helpless as Elizabeth was back in the no, day. That's true. And then just, I love DDP. He, 
I'll tell you, man, he can get heat. Jeez, him just even using that bad blaster after he does to, the pin. To, to do the pin, yeah. Yeah, the fans hated him, which yeah. there you go. That's what you need. So, nope. yeah, I was, I, I was into that. I thought it was cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, then we go to, oh, baby, Eddie versus Chris Benoit. And all I got to yeah. say is, my God, what a match. I mean, yeah. like, agreed. Nothing more to say. It was fan fucking tastic. And then it was. Like, I don't know what if that was Benoit. I, so I was waiting for the cross face, which maybe he doesn't have at this point. But then, like to do the um, what did he end it with? Uh, what is that called? I forget what that's called. That suplex, dragon suplex, to dragon do the dragon suplex, suplex yeah. for the win. Because you you see a lot of dragon suplexes, but not for the win. But like that was kind of they cool didn't even too. know what to call it. Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, fair <laughs> enough. In nineteen ninety five, nobody's doing a dragon suplex in America. But oh. uh, yeah, it was just a really good match, and they both looked fantastic. How about the announcer's reaction to the powerbomb? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they, like, you could tell that was real because they they just screamed. They're like, oh! Because <laughs> like he didn't just powerbomb. He drove him through the mat with that yeah. powerbomb. It was he just always insane. did, though. Oh, and then Eddie's, yeah. like, attacking the Mac, too, when he's yeah. going down. So, again, Eddie does the, the jump from the outside uh, to the floor, which is just insanity. And mm-hmm. uh, such a good match. And, like, yeah, this is... Really good. It's what I refer to. They were selling through it. I mean, the whole win because they did a callback to Eddie's hand hitting the the ring post, and that's how right. uh, Benoit was able to get him uh, get out of one of his finisher maneuvers and get into his dragon get, suplex. Get I thought it was suplex, just so yeah. cool. So no, cool. agreed. Totally. Uh, like, yeah, those guys. I don't think are possible capable of putting on a bad match. But I felt like I was watching SmackDown in two thousand four or something. Yeah, that's like a good that. call. Oh, so good. Uh, then we, of course, hey, it's Benoit and Eddie. Let's follow it up with Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> we had the giant and Kevin Sullivan in ring in interview, which wasn't as bad. It, as, it as, wasn't that bad, but the only yeah. thing I, I actually didn't hate it, but like the giant looked like he was looking for cues or something. Did he you did. catch that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that was the only thing I was like, what is, why is he looking over here and over there? And he's, yeah, that was the only thing I caught, but it was an enjoyable promo. I didn't, I he's didn't very it. green at this point. That's yeah, fair the, enough. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, I, I also, the other funny thing I found was Kevin Sullivan kept trying to grab his hand to show off how big yes. his hand is. And giant was like completely ignoring it. Just like oblivious to it. <laughs> I did catch that too. And also Sullivan's At first boss, I didn't. At first I was like, why is fucking Kevin Sullivan just keep like trying to hold his hand? I was like, why is <laughs> he wants to show the size comparison? Right? <laughs> uh, Sullivan's Boston accent gets me every time too. <laughs> The fact that they don't call him Kevin Sullivan's also pissed me off. I'm like the taskmaster. Like just I fucking know. call him Kevin Sullivan. Like, come on. I know. <laughs> and then we get disco again doing yeah. his dancing. Yeah. Thing. Obligatory disco each week. What was up with Meng's outfit? By the way, he yeah. looked like a Make a Wish kid superhero costume. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say that to his face, by the way. But... <laughs> no, you should not. <laughs> and it was against him, him and Duggan, and um. Just, that was man. super quick too. It was yeah, quintessential squash. So Duggan's doing squashes at this point, I guess. At like this that, point, yeah. yeah. Duggan felt so old and old. not. I don't mean old as tired. an age, but just like the tired. tired gimmick. Yeah, yeah, back then. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it was good that it was quick. <laughs> we then get another Dark Hogan promo with uh, Jimmy Dark <laughs> instead of Jimmy Hart. Uh, <laughs> and what's up with Hogan shitting on Jimmy after calling him his best friend? I was going to say the same thing. Brother, you're my best friend, brother. Best friend of my whole world. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, basically. <laughs> it, 
it's so like, true. It's so like, true. what in the hell was that? Oh, man. Well, this might be. Prove- Jimmy just stands there, holds the belt up more, right? Like- Trust me, we'll get the payoff for that real soon. You'll understand what, what happens later on. But yeah. And. Oh my God, Hogan, his best insult after he tells his buddy basically to shut the fuck up, he calls the giant the big stinky giant. The big stinky giant. <laughs> Way to get dark, Hogan. Way to get dark. Oh, God. Oh, man. It's just, <laughs> it's hilarious. It wasn't landing. Let's be sure. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't landing what they really wanted, I guess. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I'm glad you picked up on him just brutalizing Jimmy. <laughs> but it was the second week in a row he had done it. I know, I know. Jimmy's hilarious, too, because he's just clutching the belt. <laughs> just, oh, like man. Battered, battered spouse syndrome. Guy. He was, yeah. It's like a <laughs> Stockholm syndrome or something. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we go from that to Arnim Pillman versus Flair and Sting, but... Sting doesn't show up at the beginning of this match. So we have a tag team match, and it's right. basically two-on-one of Aaron and Pillman against Flair. And then, of course, Sting shows up late. And I noticed one thing. I don't know if you caught this, but Sting is starting to show signs of dropping the surfer gimmick. He's got a goatee starting to grow. His hair, the roots are starting to come through, the dark right. roots. So, he, you know, I don't think I did catch that. I might have to go yeah. back and look that. Yeah, so it looks like Was this? He had black and red face paint-ish, right? It was did, a little yeah. less neon-y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did catch that. And yeah. the red tights were a little less neat. He did, yeah. yeah. So he, uh, in 96, he does kind of go with the black hair and he grows it out a bit. Before but he still he was Stinger goes. Surf. He right? was still Stinger, but he Sting, was, uh, yeah. he wasn't or, Surf. I said Stinger Surf, I meant Surfer Sting. <laughs> Stinger <laughs> Surf is a much different character. So um, the match itself, I mean, good match, intense. Yeah, it was okay. Um, yeah, it's a it's a horseman match. What do you expect? Yeah. You know, and then of course again, quick, in. right? And but then we had a countout. That like no one thumbs down on countouts, right? Like, well, we'll figure out why very shortly. I know. Here. I think it probably goes into more in the pay per view, but yeah, yeah, you'll see why it's uh, interesting. But uh, yeah, then you have the post match interview with Sting and Flair, and all of a sudden Sting's all in Camp Flair, and yeah, I know. Flair... Flair's a good guy, best friend, and. Seemed a little too. Oh, I love you, he? man. You're the very yeah. greatest of all time. I know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a high five. And Flair still does not know how to do a high five to this day. He does the high five, but then grips the hand and holds yeah. on to it. Like one of those awkward, like. He always high does that. Handshakes. Remember, he used to do that with Batista in uh, Evolution. He'd yeah. always do that. <laughs> but yeah, Flair was a little bit too pro Sting here, if you yeah. ask me. It was. Yeah, uh, agreed. Feels like they might be setting something up. I'm Agreed. interested to see what. <laughs> and this was coming together quickly. The this little mini alliance too, which, which mm-hmm. is fine because they gotta they gotta go move fast. But mm-hmm. but so they are now signed up for a rematch at Halloween Havoc. It's gonna be Flair and Sting with Sting mm-hmm. fully in his corner now right. against Earn well, and Pillman. Right. So we shall see that. We shall see. So that's that's the show. What'd you think of uh, Nitro for this? Again, uh, it was like a probably a, like a. C plus B minus show. I thought like there was some good stuff in it. I mean, Flair or uh, Eddie and Benoit make it a really good match. Even uh, DDP, DDP, even DDP. Yeah, that yeah. was a cool segment. I, so I, yeah, I thought it was again. It was an enjoyable show. It wasn't it Stockholm wasn't Syndrome. Jimmy Hart. Yeah. Also good. <laughs> yeah, they're building. So I was yeah, I was into it. <laughs> Battered spouse Jimmy Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> domestic, <laughs> domestic Jimmy. It was a watchable show. It was a yeah, good show. Yeah, for sure yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, they all again, have been, like you say. Flair, it's nice to see Flair and those guys all over it too. So good yeah. stuff. 
All right. Now we'll hop into the final show of this episode. It is Raw from October 16th. And I'm going to note this one, folks, as a key episode in the war. We always like have these turning, key episodes. Turning point kind of one, yeah. Our last key episode would have been, of course, the initial the first one. Yeah. Uh, Nitro, that was a big one. But this one is a key one, and we'll get into why. But we started off with the, the interviews with or the promos from Isaac Yankum, Bret Hart, and Jerry Lawler. And I don't know if I could keep track of the amount of dental puns there was in this. <laughs> in these. I may have fast-forwarded through a little bit of that, Ooh. to be honest. Oh, man. It was just, yeah. it felt like Saturday Night's main event when they used to yeah. do the, the puns all the time. And yeah. Oh, it was like, I, I can't even remember, but it was just crazy the amount of different, like, Isaac was a cavity in WWE and all this stuff. And it's just, he's going to get pulled or something. I don't know. It was just insane. <laughs> but we then go into our first match, which is Triple H versus Doink. Doink. And I was going to say, it's, I noted the first Doink sighting of the uh, the show. I can't believe Doink was still around. So is this, this Matt Bourne at this point? No, this is not. This is uh, Ray Apollo is playing Doink at oh, this shit, point. I don't, even, I don't even think I knew that guy was. Yeah, so Matt Bourne had been fired in 94 due to uh, drug issues, and so Ray Apollo took over. And basically, Ray Apo- Matt Bourne is is heel doink, Ray Apollo is face doink. Oh, okay. Goes. okay. Yeah. And mm. was there another doink too, right? Well, Steve Kern played the doink that, remember in WrestleMania 9? Steve when Kern was, Skinner, right? Yes, when right. when the other doink shows up in the crush match, and it's, so oh, it's like, so that was that's only Steve out of Kern. necessity, right? And Steve Lombardi, the Brooklyn Brawler, would play Doink That's a right. lot too. Right. Yeah. Only when and of course him, like, Chris Jericho duty. played him. Spot. <laughs> spot duty, right? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Right. And then we get a be- oh, sorry. And as far as the match, quick win for Triple H. Uh, I think there was a couple of kill the clown uh, chants in the crowd. So <laughs> people are getting a little bit tired of the tired whole of the Doink, which is good though. We're starting to see the audience not. Yeah. Of course it's not good they want somebody to die but i mean no, but it's, it's starting it, to smarten up and be a little like a little more into it yeah 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 even like with the whole remember we talked about savio where people were kind of giving the thumbs down they yeah not that they didn't like savio it's just the gimmick was dumb right and yeah. they were starting they're, to they're see starting people. to be a little more like don't insult my intelligence here and you can fully give credit yeah. to nitro for doing that because right. nitro was going with a bit more real with stuff yeah. right agreed uh, uh, we then go to a backstage segment with Barry Horowitz and our boy Hakushi, who I didn't realize <laughs> was, was still there. Awkward. <laughs> and the Americanization of Hakushi is how, yeah, they, how they yeah. called it. Hey, if it means we're getting another Hakushi match, I'm all for it, though. That yeah, but it was phenomenal. just like, even the joke didn't land for me. I was like, so he was talking about Babe Ruth, and then he says, no, Hank Aaron. I was like, what? Well, Hank, <laughs> like, Aaron, is, Hank Aaron is the true home run king. <laughs> I know, but it's like, what was, I don't know. It just, it didn't. I thought they it were was just going proving so- that proving that the Japanese guy knew more than the, uh, uh, the fair American. Enough, I guess I thought and they actually, were going to go with like he was going to say some Japanese baseball which he should have. He should have said what they should have done. Sadahara Oh is who he should have right. said because he's the true king of the home run, right? right? But you know, Vince not going to go with that, right? We got to keep it American. And it was like really <laughs> anyway. It was fun. yeah. It was fun. it was it was interesting. Uh, we're, next match, we've got PG-13. PS, pause that for the Ico Pro t-shirt was great for Horowitz, too. That's a still true. a thing at this point, Ico Pro? Ico Pro, yeah. Uh, Horowitz a true proponent of Ico Pro, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we then go into PG-13 versus the Smoking Guns. And yep. I gotta say... Um, it was a good match. It was a good match, yeah. Um, Gorilla also announced that the taker would be replaced by Yoko right. uh, in that match against Mabel. So we're going to have a big man match going on there. 
at uh, in your house. So uh, they made acknowledgement that, of course, takers hurt. Takers hurt from it, but they said it was from the attack after the match. The six last man week. match, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I thought this match was good, and I thought PG thirteen worked like a great heel tag team from the territories. Yeah. They used distraction techniques. They weren't in there kicking the smoking guns ass. They just used their distraction techniques, yeah. double team and all that. Almost stuff. like little water bug. Yes. Style. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the only thing that I took, I agree. I thought it was a good match, but the only thing that stood out to me in uh, a bit negatively, what was the fin? Like, did he, did, did the one PG 13 guy really stumble getting through the ropes or was that like, was supposed to be comedic that he couldn't even get in to save. Like he fell, he fell coming into oh, the that room was, to save that, him. That was him on purpose. Okay. So he had out as why he didn't uh, uh, catch him in save, time for the kickoff. Okay. Yeah. It, but it, like, it, but Bart was right there. Like, why wouldn't they just do like Bart's right there? I can stop you. Like, it looked campy. It looked it, easy to be honest. It's a callback, actually. It, it's been used many, many times in tag team matches. But the one that I remember the most is uh, WrestleMania two, the Bulldogs against the Dream Team. And um, Brutus did the same thing when he so was trying like he to get in the ring. Over the rope he trips over the rope and he can't right. get in there in time to, to right. break okay. up the Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah, but it made sense for like those guys because they are kind of campy right. and that type of right. stuff, right? Uh, we then go to an in-ring from the, like it wasn't even like from Raw. It was with, with Davey oh, and Oh yeah, it was on Cornette. some weird tour or something. Yeah. Tour de force or something. Again, just slice that into the whole show, yeah. which it's like, man, you you can't just put a you just can't produce a live segment or like a live to tape segment right there. It's like they stretched three shows out of two. It's with, clearly that they're stretching the budget, right? I mean, that's yeah. it's pretty clear at this point they're pinching pennies on stuff. Like that's yeah. you can't. It's obvious. Remember, the water coolers were coming out of the building at this point. Is that a thing? I didn't. I that's what they say, but come on, uh, Vince was never in that much danger. No, it's just to make him look more like a hero, right? <laughs> Fair. Um, next match: Dean Douglas versus a jobber, but he's a very familiar looking. Jobber. I was trying to look, and I didn't get to look him up, and I was like, "That is somebody," and I know it's somebody, and I can't picture who it is. But I he's knew still it was wrestling somebody. today. Who is it? He's wrestling on Impact. Oh, was it Swinger? It's Johnny Swinger. What? <laughs> yeah, I knew I recognized him. I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah. Anyway, I it, couldn't. I couldn't po- po- pinpoint it. They didn't even give the name of him. They I was going to say because I was yeah. waiting for a name to look him up, and I couldn't even look him up. And I don't even think they said a name that no. he, whoever he was on TV or they on didn't. commentary. I think he was going by his real name at that point. But yeah, it was okay. Johnny Swinger. <laughs> so he was just a local talent guy, or was he actually signed? No, he was he was just a uh, local. local like he yeah. he uh, he had actually appeared on I think a WCW main event like the week oh, okay. before or something like okay. that. He, very shortly, he would end up in ECW. Ironically enough, okay, yeah, yeah. It was a quick match, but yeah, but Swinger looked good. I mean, he did, he, looked, he did, yeah, yeah, he looked great, really good. Pretty bad when the jobbers look like stars more than the the guys today, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, true enough. It's interesting to see the amount of people that were jobbers that turned out to be pretty big stars later on going forward. The run. Yeah. yeah. But of course, the more important thing that happened during this match is that Vince McMahon mentions about Shawn Michaels' yes, penis attack the whole thing. by 10. Unprovoked 10. attack. 10. What was 10 the real story? Soldiers. I know, I know, I think I've heard the real story before, but what was the real story? So supposedly, I mean, the real story has not been officially validated, confirmed, but supposedly he was out with Davey and, and uh, Waltman uh, out at the bar. And he's, of course, popping pills or whatever, drunk. Right. Davey's popping pills and drunk. Waltman's a mess. 
they apparently run in their mouth supposedly he runs his mouth gets in a fight with one guy is what it is and then um and then i guess it goes outside they say that there's so many different stories about this the one one is that that um that Davey couldn't get out of the car because he's so jacked up and he's kind of in between the two of them in the backseat of the car. And so he couldn't help him out. Walton gets hit right away and he ends up hiding under the car and stuff like that. But the story they give is that it was 10 army officers just beat the living hell out of him. So where's the car come into play? This guy, it went out. But why wouldn't they just keep fighting outside? Where did the car come into play? I don't know. It's so so convoluted that I I don't even know the true story. Interesting to get the real story. I'll just say it wasn't 10 guys that beat up Shawn Michaels that night. Rumor has it. It was just one that got a good shot in on him. And, you know, it goes from there. It might have been like maybe a couple of his buddies might have helped out afterwards and stomped a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean... Back in the day, if this was, you know, the territory days, Michaels would have been fired because he lost a fight. He lost a bar fight, right? right. Plus, he was out there with one of the faces. He was out with Walt. Sorry, he was with one of the heels. He's with Bulldog, right? Bulldog, yeah. But anyways, it's <laughs> they 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 have to play that little angle, yeah. and they have the phone call with Sean. And I don't know if you picked it up, but it felt like Vince, even when he was announcing it, was kind of like pissed off. Pissed off, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I did because he, Jerry was trying to be jokey and yeah. talking about this, and he's like, "No, no, I, I'm gonna let I'm gonna take this, like or whatever." Mm-hmm. He said something along the lines of, "No, no, I insist, let me handle this or something mm-hmm. like that." Mm-hmm. Like you were like, "Ooh, that was a bit spicy." Yeah, so, it was almost like you could hear <clears throat> boss voice to King right there. Like it almost sounded like they were improvising a bit, and yeah. then then Vince was like, "No, no, fuck off, I'm doing this. Like <laughs> I gotta take it." You know what I mean? Like. But maybe Listen, maybe pal. it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't. He dropped the tone. He was yeah. sort of more serious. You could tell yeah. it was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like he almost felt like a disappointed dad. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Which is or probably why he felt he had to embellish lover. it so much. Possibly maybe lover. <laughs> yeah. You go by the rumors. <laughs> but uh yeah, other than that, um, you know, Johnny Swinger appears on our TV, so that was fun. Um, and of course, this whole Sean situation is gonna have huge ramifications on everything going forward uh, this is spo- really the start i know it's of a the spoiler Sean. but he does end up showing up at the pay-per-view right no he, he drops the belt at the pay-per-view he doesn't wrestle he can't wrestle he's got a concussion uh, okay because they made it seem like he was going to show up for the in your house but he does he does right. in street clothes and okay. you'll see but this is again this is where is this where is he this... starts to lose his smile or whatever is that oh yeah is this, it's coming that, it's, it's this time well, this isn't where he loses a smile, but this might have been where he doesn't like losing, maybe, is right. where, where it goes. But this is the start of the click situation, I think, really, gotcha. when you start seeing it. Because you'll you'll find out. Let's not spoil the pay-per-view. No, no. I sure. know it's in the past. But, I'm, in, you know. I'm intrigued by the pay-per-view. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. And so we finish off Brett versus Isaac Yankum in a steel cage match. Long Lawler, steel cage match, too. If Lawler interferes, he's going up in the shark yeah. cage. So uh, <laughs> guess what? We're getting the shark cage. <laughs> What'd you think of this? I thought it was an enjoyable match. I thought it was entertaining. I thought like the, the match itself was fine, but like King made it a good, good showing and they give him a microphone, mm-hmm. which was even better. Yeah, I know. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, I thought it was good. And like they were out there right away with Gorilla and, the although the refs climbing up to like pull king i was like that come on like stop like it's he's still a wrestler you can't just pull him like that was a bit campy to me that they were all trying to get him down to put him in the cage and i was like like he could have pulled him by the mullet (laughs) yeah but he could still beat your ass ref like he's still king right he's still a wrestler anyway uh, Uh, yeah i thought it was good i thought it was brett was good and 
it was it was solid. Good yeah. way to send the home send the crowd home, I guess. But but for the go home show, I didn't think it was a great fit. Didn't make sense. Yeah. No. Yeah, it didn't make sense. Um, I will say again, it was a good match. I mean, uh, Yankum looked good in this match, yeah, he and, great. and he got rid of those light blue pants and went with the dark blue pants, yeah. which made a huge difference too. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why, but that just made a difference to me. A uh, couple interesting things in this match. I don't know if you caught it, but Jerry Lawler at one point told Yankum to stomp a mud hole in him and, and walk, walk it, it dry. dry. So is that his thing or is it JR's thing? Well, I think it's probably a Southern saying is what uh, it is. Okay. But it's interesting that this is what ends up being a huge thing for, for Austin, right? And for right. JR. But uh, yeah, it's just funny to hear him say stomp yeah, I a did mud catch hole that in him and walk way. it dry. Yeah. Um, also, why in the hell would Lawler reveal that he switched the lock? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like, you know, you have Brett, the, the referees fumbling with the lock. He can't get out, which it's the easiest cage in the world to climb yeah. out of, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but... It's like four feet tall. <laughs> I know. And it's got those big blue bars, which <laughs> yeah, are easy to, yeah. to climb. But meanwhile, so he's getting away with the trick. And what's he doing at ringside? He's like showing McMahon that he's got the lock. And then he says, McMahon, keep it quiet. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like I just told everybody. You're on camera with yeah. the lock, dude. And like that was just kind of yeah, some of the enough. ridiculousness. And then I did have to laugh at Lawler with the nosebleed. <laughs> oh, I know. And like, I was trying to figure out how the hell he did that. I'm like, how the, that anyway. Yeah, I did bad. notice before he got it a couple of times I saw him going like this uh, with his okay. nose. So okay. I don't know either. Maybe put and he did there. take his he took his earpiece out at one point, so maybe yeah. that was connected. I don't know if it's that or if maybe he just has some people like have like I know some people they can get like quickly deviated septum or something where they can quickly cause right. it like it to happen. So I don't know. But anyways, it looked kind of real because it was pouring it did. down. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but it was he was I'll give him this. He, he was, was entertaining in, as hell. He was funny in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was entertaining he was. as hell. It was. And then, you know, the match itself, I mean, like I say, Brett can work with anyone, yeah. but it, it felt like you're right. It felt so weird for a go home show that they had this be the end of it. Like this felt like the end. That of should have few... been the blow off. Yeah. 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 Agreed. But I guess maybe the reason why they didn't go with that six man match was because it would have been confusing because with Sean, Sean not being it. Yeah. That, yeah. you know what? That makes more sense. They had to pivot. And yeah. Although you know you could have got away and just said, "All right, he was hurt in the match." Well, no, or, or you could. Well, yeah, you could have done that, but I think it just made such national news was the problem. But uh, you also could have, you could have just said, "This is a pre-tape show," and they could have interrupted the show right from the beginning and say, "This is a pre-tape show. This match occurred a day before. It was actually two days before, but right. whatever you want to say it. This match occurred two days before this happened." And we're making this announcement about Shawn Michaels, you know. Right. I, I don't know, but yeah, you're right. They could have just used the angle of just Douglas attacking the whole way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. Why not? Of this was kayfabe era. Still, you could have just kayfabe to the whole thing. I think maybe it's because it made such news, and I think at this point, this is when WCW started um, revealing stuff too. Like this, not on air, but on the hotline. Uh, I think they might have been gotcha. revealing that. So that could have been what the problem gotcha. is too. But it was, yeah, they could have easily went with that angle, but they didn't. Yeah. It is what it is, but um, again, we'll um, this show, decent show. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Like I enjoy seeing Triple H. Uh, I thought the tag match was good with the guns and PG thirteen. Douglas, just, just uh, your basic squash match, and all that. That was so they could announce the Sean stuff, and then yeah. you have Bretton Yankum. It just felt like that match 
didn't was belong. out of place. Yeah. Yeah. It was out of place. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, it's a decent. <clears throat> yeah. Decent and again, program. I think that's why they were both comparable shows like in yeah. that sense, but yeah. yeah, I'm interested to, uh, to get into the pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, that's that's our that's our look at. So we just went through three weeks of Raw and Nitro in one episode. So I know it was a lot, folks, but it's uh, prepping you for uh, for next show. Yeah. So next show we are going to have in your house four from Winnipeg, Great White North. Should be an interesting one. Remember, we have Bulldog versus Diesel. We're supposed to have Sean versus Dean Douglas. Uh, what'd you say? We had Mabel versus Yoko. Mabel versus Yoko. There was Razor and uh, Razor and One it, Two Three Kid versus, versus the, guns. the Guns. Yeah, yeah. So we we've got a oh and, yeah. and oh Goldust. Goldust debut debut yeah. for Goldust. Yeah, and then of course who we had a good have, promo. We skipped over, but who had yes, a good promo on that show too? He did. That's yeah. right. And then we have uh, also um, Halloween Havoc that's coming up. So right. we'll 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 do the go home show for Nitro as well, and then yeah, we're off to the races. So. Lots to look forward to. So uh, anything that you wanted to mention before we uh, get out of here? I know we're running short on time. We are, and I uh, have to use the little boy's room. But uh, but no, just uh, I'm loving this kind of playback in history kind of thing. So it's uh, give us your take, give us your thoughts, give us your sort of um, suggestions on how we can uh, roll into these next few weeks and uh, and let's go from there. Let's 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 go. All right. Well, in my best Tony Schiavone voice, I'm going to say, make sure if you want to give us any feedback, head on over to WWTT pod on Twitter, as well as on Facebook, go to wrestling with the truth and check out wrestling with the truth on YouTube. And we're out of time. <laughs> Catch us next time.